Welcome to Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. Where I help you go through some of the overlooked health issues that we as women go through during womanhood. Welcome back to Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. This week I'm going to talk about counting macros. It sounds something quite complex. And it's not if you know exactly what you're doing. As women in menopause or in the perimenopause phase of life, we tend to gain weight. And this is something that isn't noticed instantly, but it's a real creeper. The thing is, you may not even experience any weight gain, only that your clothes fit differently. Where it was loose, it might feel a little bit tighter And where it was a little bit tighter, it's now slightly loose. You know what I'm talking about, ladies. Anyway, this is all happening, this weight gain, because our hormones are going absolutely crazy at this stage in our lives. But this weight gain can be mitigated. This weight gain can be kept at bay at this stage in our lives. And you might say, well, how's that thing, Dee? How are we going to achieve that? What we need to do is get our macronutrients in check. What we used to eat and the quantities that we used to eat them in our 20s and 30s has to change once we reach perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause. So what I really mean is that we need to get the right balance of proteins, the right balance of carbohydrates and the right balance of fats These macronutrients need to be eaten in specific quantities daily. As I spoke to you on last week's episode, the FSA, which is the Food Standards Authority, it's an independent government department, along with the UK Eat Well Guide, which is a government policy tool, tells us, as women, we should consume approximately 2,000 calories per day, and men approximately 2,500. And as I always say, our calorie intake is dependent on the person. It depends on our age, our sex, our metabolism, and levels of physical activity daily. So somebody that sits at a desk all day has different activity levels than somebody who trains twice a day, goes running at the weekend, does marathons. Their calorie intake will be totally different. If I just tell you what calories are, the calories are the energy that your food contains. Our bodies have a constant need for this energy and uses the calories from foods to keep working. It keeps us going day in, day out. The energy from calories fuels our every action. Even if we were to get up, and I wouldn't even say get up, We'd wake up, sit in bed for 24 hours. Our body still burns calories for breathing, blinking our eyes, moving our arm, switching over the TV. Calories are still in use. So in general, if you cut about 200 to 400 calories a day from your usual diet, after balancing your macros, of course, you could lose about 0.5 to one pound per week of body fat 
or 0.2 to 0.4 kilograms per week. That's the calculation. This is what we're told. Again, this depends on our body, how much weight we actually want to use, our gender, our activity levels, etc. I know it all sounds simple, but let me get a little bit deeper for you. What is calorie deficit? Our weight management still comes down to the calories we take in versus those calories that we burn off during activity. This is calorie deficit. We need to eat less calories than our body is using if we want to lose weight. It's very simple. So what actually happens when we lose weight? Well, let me tell you. Initially, and I think most of us know this, we lose a shed load of weight, okay, initially. But this weight loss is a mixture of food, some lean tissue, and the majority of it is water. So we're expelling water from the body, which will show a significant weight loss once we step on the scale. Or try and clothes. Depends on how you actually um, measure your weight. I don't actually step on scales unless I'm checking in or prepping for a competition but generally I just see how my clothes fit to be honest. So as I said the weight loss is quick early on however this weight loss soon plateaus out and there has to be a change to continue losing this weight. The changes that I'm going to talk about now have a big impact on the calories we take in, the calories that you can take in. You can skip high calorie, low nutrition foods. As I spoke about this last week, it's called food swapping, okay? You can skip high calorie, low nutrition foods. The first thing that comes to mind, something that's very high calorie, absolutely no nutritional value to the body is alcohol. So drop out alcohol. You can swap out high calorie foods for low calorie choices. You can also cut portion sizes. These three changes alone will reduce your calorie intake significantly. But I don't want you to run before you can walk. So we can start by skipping one or two high calorie foods. And that's a good place to start when cutting calories. What we can do is look at eating lean protein. We can look at eating good quality chicken, good quality fish, your cods, your white fish, your other fishes like your salmon and your mackerel are very oily and the oil is good, you can do that. But predominantly, try some white fish, eggs, pulses. You can also add in protein powders as well just to top up that protein. You can look at the carbs you're taking. Now, carbs have been given a really bad wrap, okay? But these are not all bad. What we should try to do is eat complex carbs instead of simple carbs. Complex carbs are digested slowly and release glucose into the bloodstream gradually, okay? So complex, they stay in the gut longer. They release slower. Right? Think of um, fibre, starchy foods. Then you've got your simple carbs. These digest quickly and spike blood sugar levels faster and higher 
think of sugar, that would do straight away. It dissolves straight away into the bloodstream and spikes the blood sugar levels. We can swap out bad fats for good fats. Switch to nuts, olive oil, eat olives, nut butter, MCT oil, and my favourite, avocados. These fats are so good. They are unsaturated and lead to lower disease risk. So once you've balanced your macros, to help you lose weight at this certain stage in your lives, you need to know how many calories to take in. That's the first thing. You're eating all this food and then you think, okay, I want to diet. How many calories am I actually taking in? How many calories do I consume a day? These calories are called maintenance calories. Okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, weekly, you're eating, you're getting on with things. This food, your maintenance calorie, your maintenance calories are the calories that take you through your daily activities, okay, and allows you to complete them successfully. These are also the calories your body needs to maintain your current weight. And again, this is basically your day-to-day food consumption. It's good to know your food consumption daily. What you can do, you can keep a food diary for a week. Write down exactly what you eat throughout the day, what you drink throughout the day. If you can, weigh it, write it down. Breakfast, lunch, dinner snacks, water, juice, write it all down, do that for a couple of days or you can do that for a week and then you can have a look and you can see your calorie consumption daily, you'll be able to work that out using a calorie counter. So now you've got your maintenance calories, what I need you to do is subtract anywhere from 200 to 400 calories. Take that number and plug it into an app. This app is a free app. It's called My Fitness Pal. The rule of thumb with your intake or our intake of protein is that we have one gram of protein for every pound of body weight. That's the rule of thumb. Or you can go a little bit heavier than that. You can have one and a half grams of protein for every pound of body weight. But let's stick to one gram of protein for every pound of body weight. Or if you're over 170 pounds, what you would do would plug into MyFitnessPal your goal body weight in pounds. Okay? So, for example, somebody who weighs 140 pounds would need to be taking in 140 grams of protein a day. Plug that number into My Fitness Pal. And then you can determine what you need for carbs and fats by plugging in, and this is what I suggest. So 40% protein, 40% carbs, and 20% fat. So your total calorie consumption should be. of that total should be protein, 
another 40 should be carbs and another should be 20% of fats. My fitness pal, you're asking, what is it? Well, my fitness pal is a health and fitness tracking smartphone app and website. It tracks your progress towards your nutrition, water intake, fitness and weight loss goals. It's kind of like having a nutrition coach, a meal planner and a food diary with you at all times. It's fantastic. This all-in-one food tracker can help you manage your food intake, your calorie intake daily. Do download it, study it, Google it, find out how it works and it will help you achieve the weight loss that you deserve. Thank you guys for listening. Do check out my website, dnicefitness.co.uk. I will be loading up some macro plans, some food plans for you guys to download, okay? It can be such a minefield, menopause, losing weight. It can be tricky, but I'm here to help, okay? Check me out next week when I talk about how do you begin losing weight during perimenopause and menopause? What are the initial steps? What's the mindset? We'll speak next week. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. Please stay tuned for future episodes and do please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Instagram at dnice.fitness. That's D-N-Y-C-E. Or via my website, dniceofitness.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you. And if you have questions of your own or need advice about your health and well-being or womanhood in general, please do send them through my way and I'll respond directly and also in future episodes. This podcast has been brought to you by D-Nice Fitness and produced by the great team at The Podcast Boutique. I'm your host, Denise Campbell. Have a wonderful week. Until next time.